Welcome. You are now aboard the Sub Club Submarine Spaceship. We will be your tour guides on a quantum journey to reprogram our subconscious minds. Please keep your arms and hands inside the subship at all times until you are safely docked in your castle's subship port upon arrival at Heaven on Earth. Thank you and enjoy the ride. Hi everyone, welcome back to Brainwash Yourself, the podcast where we design our consciousness to co-create heaven on earth. My name is Annika and I'm here with my co-host Callista. Hi everybody, welcome or welcome back. And today is our 77th episode. So <laughs> we are going to be talking about making your own luck. But first... Calista's going to relay a little bit of behind-the-scenes info for y'all. Yes. Okay, you guys. So a lot of times we do a personal update. We're skipping the personal update this week. We're also curious and want to know your feedback. If you guys who listen to the podcast like the personal update or if you like it better how it used to be or how it sometimes is where we just dive straight into the episode. So if you have any opinion on that, we would really appreciate if you could let us know. You could find us on Instagram at Brainwash Yourself Podcast or email us at brainwashyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. We wanted to tell you guys based on a recommendation from our friend Tyler, shout out to Tyler, the kind of creative flow and process that we go through to create these podcasts, maybe it will inspire someone who has thought that they have a lot of good ideas that they want to share in the form of a podcast, but they don't know how to get started, or they think that it is a lot of work and really hard just to assure you that it doesn't have to be we literally have a running list on iPhone notes of different topic ideas and we add to it every once in a while whenever we organically have an idea and when the time comes to record a podcast we literally just pick something off the list that feels most present or we just decide to do a different topic based on what energy feels present for us at the moment. We do not prepare anything. We sit down, record on voice memos app, and just talk for an hour. We do not edit it, or talk for however long we want. We do not edit it. We use the app Spotify for podcasters. It's so easy. You fill out all the information on there for your podcast. Like if it's your first episode or if you already have it established, you just upload the file straight into there. You can add in different sound effects from there, type in the description and schedule it. So if we have a podcast episode that's like an hour long, the total time commitment from beginning to end that goes into getting it released to all you guys is probably like an hour and 15 minutes, including sitting down and recording the hour long conversation. And that's not how everyone 
does their podcast and that's great like whatever works for you if you're someone who wants to put in more time scripting and editing and researching and preparing then that's awesome but you definitely don't have to do that and that's just something that we like about brainwash yourself is that it is really easy and organic for us to do and we would be having probably these conversations anyway even if we weren't recording them and putting them out as a podcast so it basically is just a really fun and effortless outlet for personal expression so I just wanted to share that um, inspired by Tyler who thought maybe it would interest some of our audience so hopefully that was helpful to anyone or someone out there and that said I don't know Annika if you want to add anything or just want to take it away with the creating your own luck I mean totally I think that was really awesome and informative I mean we do use a mic yeah but you don't need a mic we mm-hmm. didn't start with a mic we started recording them on zoom mm-hmm. and the whole premise of ours was that we were having these conversations that we were like we want to like put these out there and see what other people think too so it kind of is it goes with our original intention to just have it be like super organic and useful and the only other thing is that I know most people who start podcasts I think like don't get past episode seven so it's kind of like I feel like the biggest hump to get over is just like making it a habit to be consistent and sometimes if you feel like you don't want to do it it can still be really cathartic to do it anyway so that's that we can get into our episode topic seven seven I mean we we dive into fairly often like the energy of numbers and I think 777 has like been a cult classic known as being like a lucky number you know you see the 777 beat the the dial on the slot machine that basically means you're winning a bunch of money you get a big blessing uh good luck and abundance and prosperity as you're coming your way and so we just thought it would be fun to talk about making your own luck because essentially there's so much we can do to get almost on a frequency of luck and I you know I think about it I think I've talked about this on the podcast before but that scene in Harry Potter where he takes the luck potion and he's just straight up vibing he like knows where to go he knows what to do like is so jovial is in this kind of God wink dance with the universe knows he has to go here knows it's going to lead him to exactly what he needs to do doesn't know where it's going to take him trusts it completely he's like on the luck frequency and there's so many things that we can do to support ourselves to live in that prosperous lucky flow with the universe rather than just you know taking the cards we feel like we've been dealt and reacting to them all the time because obviously we can't necessarily control everything that happens to us in our lives but we can happen to life as much as life happens to us so it's like what is the side of our street that we can give ourselves an advantage so I mean there are several (laughs) there are several favorite ways like I like to 
make my own luck and I'll talk about some of them and then see what you have to add, Callista. But one of the ways, I mean, I think an overarching way that I like to make my own luck is definitely just shifting mindset. And that is essentially what Brainwash Yourself is all about. It's like you change your mind, you change your life. You're literally changing the projector from which the movie of your life is being channeled through. And so one example I have is that when I was younger, I thought I was so unlucky. And I used to perpetuate the story that I was so unlucky. And I thought my brother was so lucky. He would always like win things. Something would work out for him. This would happen. And I just always thought I was so unlucky. And it's absolutely hilarious because once... I was older and I realized that my thoughts create create my reality and I started to pick more empowering thoughts, which as we talk about often can be uncomfortable and feel untrue at first, but just take a while until they get grooved into it gets these new thought patterns get grooved into your neural pathways. And then once that happens, it starts to feel natural and you actually start to experience reality in a different way. And now I think all the time, wow, I'm so lucky. I am so blessed. Everything is always working out for me. Even when bad things happen, I'm like, somehow this is working out in my favor. And it really does. So I think a lot of people have been talking about this in a way as being called lucky girl syndrome. But first of all, we don't want to leave the boys out of the situation because (laughs) you can absolutely do this for yourself as well. Um, But there are so many techniques you can do to literally create your own luck. And so mindset being one of them, seeing yourself as not the victim, but as whatever you want to experience, you want to start to adopt those thoughts and that perspective on life, like having a winning mindset, seeing yourself as lucky, as blessed, as someone who experiences amazing things, miracles, flow, abundance, prosperity, and it is one step at a time, just like kind of reprogramming your thoughts in that way. So a more specific way to kind of adopt that mindset is affirmations. Uh, You can listen to an affirmation tape right when you wake up. There are so many on YouTube. You can look up lucky affirmations, success affirmations, all of these things, and commit to it for 21 days and you will watch things start to shift and then try to keep going from there because it really is the consistency that cements it in as a more permanent personality trait almost. And one other thing I like to do to create my own luck is having a morning routine because you're kind of setting the frequency of your day, the first thing in the morning. And that can set you up to be in a frequency of success versus like if you wake up and you feel like you're rushing, you feel like you're behind, you don't get to like enjoy any part of your day or maybe challenge yourself early on in the morning, you might be in a vibrational state that isn't as attractive to the kind of experience you want to be having. Versus if you get up and you do these things, like it's personal for everyone, but for me it's usually meditation, kundalini yoga, working out, 
um, eating something healthy, making like a delish elixir boom ready to go it's like I'm doing these things that like make me feel good not only in the short term but also in the long term and also the yoga which is I think also another really good uh best kept secret that's not so secret to creating your own luck it kundalini yoga for me because it really changes your frequency and there are actually like some meditations and kriyas that cause you to be a magnet for prosperity and I would say luck and so it's kind of like you are just you're setting your rhythm and your frequency in the morning to be most receptive to being in a state of flow where you are more likely to experience luck prosperity joy ease all of these things uh, and I have a few more, but I would love to hear what you have to say, Calista. Yeah, I think you can definitely make your own luck. And I think that was something that I had as part of my self-concept from like a young age when I was growing up it kind of like fell off a little in my teen angst type of years but when I got more into brainwashing myself as I grew up into like um just out of my teens in general I realized through more intentionally changing my mind state how familiar it seemed to me from like when I was a kid and I was like that's why so many things seem to always work out for me because I was so happy go lucky and I just expected that and so I think there's a lot of factors that go into how it works um and it's really interesting a lot of like the topics that we discuss on this podcast in general I feel that we really run into the limits of language pretty often and the fact is that there is a phenomenon of just life and the universe going on and it is not definable with language which is really interesting when you are someone who likes to discuss and philosophize about different metaphysical topics is at a certain point you run into those those limits of language which I feel like is kind of this concept as well where we have a whole feedback loop of the our internal reality our thoughts and our emotions and then our external reality that we perceive and experience with our five senses and the relationship between these two phenomenon is so interactive and at a certain point it is like the chicken and the egg like it's impossible to pinpoint where 
the whole feedback loop is starting, but it is happening. And I think that the self-concept, which if you're not familiar with that phrase, your self-concept is basically your subconscious beliefs about yourself. Like it's like, who do you think you are when you're not even thinking about it? Because that is what generates a lot of your experiences that you don't even realize how much control you have over them. And so that's why you kind of need to brainwash yourself into believing that you are the type of person that you would want to be because that's how you start to effortlessly generate that reality. And so that's why you would want to brainwash yourself into thinking that you are lucky and everything is always working out for you and everything is going your way because you're just that type of person and you were just born lucky and you're just one of those people who always has everything work out for you and everything always goes your way because you just have good luck. Um, And it works in a lot of different ways, but I do think that is part of what is so genius about the phrase lucky girl syndrome because a syndrome it's funny because the word syndrome almost has like a negative connotation because it's like something that you in theory can't help like you are diagnosed with this syndrome and like you're having symptoms and it's kind of something that's like happening to you which is kind of disempowering in one way of looking at it but it is kind of fun when you're talking about lucky girl syndrome because it's like if you have a self-concept previously where you're unlucky it kind of like overpowers it and it's like I have this disease where I like can't help but be lucky and have lucky things happen to me um so it is a great reframe. It works because of like the reticular activating system, which we've mentioned before, but you may or may not know that the conscious brain has very limited capacity to process stimuli compared to the amount of stimuli that is available. And so we actually tell our brain based on what we pay attention to, which stimuli to perceive. So there's infinite phenomena that you could perceive. Some might indicate, according to your frame of reference, that things are going your way, and some might indicate the opposite. But if you tell yourself that you have been diagnosed with lucky girl syndrome, for example, your reticular activating system starts filtering through all the possible stimuli to give you evidence of that. And so you start to notice more and more of these opportunities that are seemingly so lucky that would lead you in the direction of getting what you want when you otherwise might not notice them. 
And it's kind of like the placebo effect where everyone I feel like has heard about the placebo effect where if you look up, it was some like study that they did where they gave a control group no medicine for some ailment. I think it was like knee pain or something. And then they gave um, one group real live medicine for it that's supposed to help like painkillers. And then they gave another group just a placebo pill and those who took the placebo saw so much more improvement than the control group and it was actually i think very similar in um improvement results to the group that had actual medicine so it's actually like the fact that these people believed that they were given medicine and they believed that their body was healing is what actually healed their body just as much as or maybe even instead of the medicine itself that they were actually given so that's just like a huge indicator of how powerful your mind is so that's kind of the whole essence of the podcast is for us to take advantage of that power that the mind has of generating what it believes to be the case by choosing our beliefs so that we can generate what we want So, yeah, I have a couple more things I could say, but let's go back to what you were talking about. Cool. Yeah. I mean, exactly. And the placebo effect is actually not even something that has been proven in, like, one or two trials. It's actually supposed to be the most effective drug out there is the placebo. Mm -hmm. So it actually shows that our mind and our beliefs and what we perceive are the most powerful indicator of what we will experience in our reality at a future date it's not I mean and it's not that things still don't happen in life that are unexpected because I do feel like there is an element of this reality we're in that is beyond just the little tweaks and stuff that that we make like we have power to shift things and then there's this element of the unknown but it's like we can either go through our life not embracing that power and just being at the whim of it all, or we can take the reins on our part and steer through this experience of life we're in and hopefully have a better, more magical time living through some things that we, you know, are are like true greatest desires to experience. So, and they also uncovered and proved that like, even if you know it's a placebo, it's still going to work. So it's not just like, oh, these people thought that they, in the study, you know, they thought they had real medicine, but even if you don't, and even if you knew that the pill you're taking isn't supposed to, doesn't have anything in it, it is still, it doesn't make a difference. Like the placebo effect still kind of takes its course. And I was reading this guy on social media saying he ordered these placebo pills that were like labeled in a pill bottle that said like placebo pills and every morning like just depending what he had going on that day like he would just decide what he was going to tell himself the pill was for like the effects of the pill and would just take it like if he didn't get sleep he would be like this pill is like going to help keep me awake or if he needed to like run a marathon he's like this pill is going to make me run really fast and like just takes takes it every day to like give his 
body and brain that boost of what literally whatever effect he wants because he's just like taking advantage of the way our mind works so so cool yeah Yeah, it's truly I think like the greatest untapped resource there are a lot of people who are obviously tapping into it uh but it's probably like I don't know, just I feel like just the the number one most important factor to changing one's life. And it is talked about in some capacity, but I think it would be talked about in a greater capacity if, you know, empowering people on the planet was the greatest mission of everyone. Was profitable. <laughs> it was yeah. profitable. There we go. Yeah, we just sum it up. Um, so it's very, like... Uh, yeah, it's like just revolutionary and empowering to start to experiment with yourself and then witness what takes place. So that's what I mean this is all about is like hopefully us sharing on the podcast just inspires someone to try something and then have an experience and it lead them to feeling more empowered uh, to create their own reality and uh, enjoy life. And, you know, hopefully it ripples out and affects everyone so that we can all like we say every podcast, uh, experience our own, and then eventually a collective heaven on earth. So yeah, I mean, there are, you can, that's what's cool about your mind is you can think about it in whatever way it feels most effective for you. There might be some people who are like, oh, coming down with the syndrome is like going to be weirdly feels like that is going to work for me and make me feel like this is actually happening. And then there might be other, some, some other people who are like, okay, I'm going to like build these habits and like that I consider me like literally generating my own luck and putting myself in the luck frequency every day and then experiencing that and that could be like what's more empowering for them so there are many ways to go about this and I mentioned this previously but the whole idea of everything is always working out for me I don't know how this is going to work out for me but it's all going to work out in my best interest. I just feel like that's such an ultimate hack and like shout out to Kevin Trudeau and your wishes, your command. Cause that's where uh, we originally kind of, or I originally had this teaching land for me at least, but those real moments where things are really going in the opposite way of how your ego wants them to go and employing that thought and that frame into that, those specific situations, that I find extremely fascinating because like those are the moments you can really tell and like where you're almost really tested in this like new mind state uh, and to see what happens in, in those moments. And it's really kind of cool when, cause of course your initial reaction to something that you don't want to happen is most likely gonna be like contraction and like maybe some fear or frustration or something. But then when you re- realize like, oh yeah, I have this new technique or there's this new thought process I'm trying to employ. When you can realize it in the moment, it like I feel like the feeling is akin to an, the essence of how it would feel to wake up in a dream and be like, oh my God, I'm dreaming like while you're in the dream. And uh, you get to like kind of have this sovereign choice in this moment and then just like experimenting it with it and seeing what happens. Because as we know, and a lot of us experience how seemingly bad things lead to good outcomes and that is something that will happen regardless 
of whether you are trying to remain in this mind state where you perceive that it is all working out for you and that you are very lucky and that uh, everything is going your way ultimately, things still work out. It still will work out positively from seemingly negative situations, but I think they will even more so and more often and resolve more rapidly when you are holding that mind state in the moment and you just can avoid a lot of stress, fear, anxiety along the way, which is really wonderful. And yeah, I want to, I mean, that's, that's kind of my current thoughts. I want to hear the rest of what you were thinking. Well, so much about creating your own luck and even brainwashing yourself in general is like training your thoughts to be as positive as possible and it almost sounds cliche and people will even criticize that line of thinking as like if you guys have ever heard of like spiritual bypassing or something like that which um I'm not saying there's no such thing as spiritual bypassing but I think it definitely is probably the most worthwhile practice that someone could undertake is like really taking the driver's seat in their own mind and training their thoughts to be as positive as possible because because of the reticular activating system where then you of all the possible sensory information available you start to pick up on what supports that conclusion that you're really lucky everything is always working out for you because there's just like so many little opportunities that we can miss when we're not looking for them and we can only focus on so many things at a time so if and I feel like it's interesting like Annika what you were saying about like yeah there is part of life that is very unexpected which is true and things can go wrong when we don't expect it on accident but things also can work out like really miraculously in a way that we never would have seen coming or even thought was possible. And I don't feel like it's as common for people to like bank on that possibility as much as maybe they should because that is what like allows you to have the awareness of when something like that is even possibly going on, if that makes sense. Like let's say you lent your car to a friend and they returned it to you and you are going to a job interview the next day and you get in your car and you're headed to your job interview and you are very 
excited about it and it's very important and you have a lot riding on it and you realize your friend returned your tank on empty. So you're like, oh my God, I have such bad luck. Like this sucks. Now like there's potential for all of these things that I wanted to go wrong and now I'm gonna be late they're gonna think it's unprofessional I'm gonna make a bad opinion or a bad impression and there's probably gonna be better candidates that are on time and I'm not gonna get this job and I'm probably not gonna find another opportunity like this again and I'm gonna have to keep job hunting and it sucks and it's stressful and I'm gonna run out of money and then I'm not gonna be able to pay my rent and then I'm not gonna have anywhere to live and then I'm gonna have to move back home with my parents and they're gonna be really disappointed in me, right? Your mind is like going down this path of like, you're stressed out and like things are not going well. Imagine that you are going to stop and get gas, right? You might be a little late. Maybe traffic will open up and like the route will go so much faster than like you would ever anticipated and like you'll still be on time because you're so lucky and everything's always working out for you. So like why wouldn't it happen like that, right? Maybe the person who is interviewing you is also going to be late and they're going to be feeling really guilty to keep you waiting and when you guys both pull up at the same time they're going to be relieved that's going to be their first impression is like this positive somatic feeling and you guys are going to be walking in and you guys are going to be laughing like oh my god you were rushing i was rushing you thought you were late i thought i was late like that's so funny and you guys have this casual little bonding moment over like what happened and they really like you and they really relate to you and you being late is actually what gave you the leg up on getting the job, right? So if you are, even if you're just gonna say like, I don't know how this is gonna work out because I can't tell the future, but I know that worrying and stressing and like getting my cortisol levels is not gonna help me perform well in the job interview no matter what happens. It's gonna possibly cause me long-term health impacts because it's not good for the body to be stressed. So even if I'm just deluding myself, I'm going to go ahead and entertain that line of thought that everything's always working out for me. I'm so lucky. I don't see exactly how this exact situation is going to work out for my best, but I know it's going to. So I have nothing to worry about. I'm just going to chill, enjoy life, daydream about how great it's going to be when I finally get this job and how that's all going to be stacking up to like my dream you know, 10 year plan and it's going to end me up like right where I want to go on my career path and how fun and awesome it's going to be and how it's just going to fit in like a perfect jigsaw puzzle with all the rest of my dreams, like how I want to fall in love and get married. And then you're like stopping at the gas station to get gas and you're like thinking of all this and you're daydreaming about like your future perfect husband and you look up at the gas pump next to you and you're like, you know what? that guy is really cute. That guy could be fitting in exactly with what I'm thinking about of like what I want, my perfect dream life where everything is working out great for me. I think I'm going to say hi 
and ask for his number and then you end up doing it and then you guys go out on a date later that day and you guys celebrate that you got your new job and you guys fall in love and live happily ever after whereas if you had been sitting and stressing about how late you're gonna be and you're like on your phone like refreshing google maps to see like your eta getting later and later and later and you do not even notice that your soulmate is next to you at the gas pump so that is like just an elaborate hypothetical example. But that's just like a perfect example of something like this. 100%. I, that was an epic story. I feel like that really puts it all <laughs> into perspective. And then on top of the reticular activating system of just like noticing what's there, we all do vibrate as a frequency. And like you, the frequency that you vibrate when you're in stress, fear, lack, scarcity is much, much lower than one where you feel happy go lucky so you will actually not just notice different things you will attract different things there are some things that like you won't even have to notice because they'll come like right up to you and like offer themselves to you and things will just can just like resolve like that and so i guess that's the point of this whole episode is that you absolutely have the power to give yourself the leg up in life and it is like the opposite of the victim mentality and I feel like that's kind of like how we can even catch ourselves at first is like if we're feeling victimized by life or anything in life or if we're feeling stress or like and a contracted nervous system that like if you're a, like a really physical person and it's easy for you to notice oh I'm feeling stressed I'm feeling late I'm feeling all of these things that's like that's a really like good indicator oh I'm probably thinking thoughts that are leading to this and like let me move into thoughts that are like more relaxing and can open me up and slowly make yourself make your way over to the everything's everything's exactly how it's supposed to be I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be it's all working out in my favor that that line of thought it's like a whole on a whole other spectrum than the other spectrum so it's very much a practice and it's very fruitful and it is fun it's like playing a game with your reality and the universe and it's really relaxing to go from like the fear that we have to control absolutely everything for anything to turn out okay and to the mindset that everything is like conspiring in my favor because the reality is that we don't we can't control absolutely everything um except possibly with our minds <laughs> so uh that could be really the grand secret of it all and i feel like i mean i think that's like pretty much a potent roundup for me did you have any like final yeah major thoughts you wanted to share well it's so true like the world responds so differently to you depending on how you show up like if you ever have met someone who's just like an awesome person I'm sure we all have but I love listening to like 7D Tarot on YouTube and he talks about this all the time like when you you want to always prioritize yourself being in like a positive feeling state so that when you are interacting with the external world you're showing up with this energy that's like I'm awesome I'm confident I'm smart I'm hardworking, I'm solution oriented 
I'm a super fun person. I have a great sense of humor. I'm beautiful. I uplift people so that when you are encountering other people and situations, you're basically interact or introducing yourself with this energy that's like, you want me on your team. Like I am an asset because I am this like overflowing cup of like self-generated valuable energy. And another thing, so there's confidence, right? There's self-expression and there's knowing what you want and being clear on what you want. And these things are all very interconnected, but when you are confident and you know what you want, then you can like show up in situations where you don't really know what to expect and you're showing up as your best self and you're confident enough to express what you want and what you're looking for. And so you can come into situations where you didn't even know that like the next stepping stone to your desires is available, but you are always ready for that, right? Because you are making yourself available to that because you anyone who you meet, you don't know who they are or how they might be able to collaborate with you. That would be a benefit to you. But you are just kind of coming into their field and you're like, what's up? I'm awesome. This is what I'm looking to create. It's great to meet you. It's great to be around you. I'm open to seeing what we can learn from each other and just uplifting each other and maybe we just say have a great day and kind of give each other a little mood boost along our path or maybe you're someone who's like wow that's crazy I was looking to collaborate on this same type of vision and you just appeared in my field and you seem awesome and so would you be interested in this opportunity like maybe you're bored you're looking for something fun to do Instead of thinking like, oh my God, I'm so bored. I have no friends. I have nothing to do. This is so lame. Blah, 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 blah. You're like, you know what? I'm just in a fun mood. I'm just going to go out in the world and see what happens. And you go and you're like at the store getting a snack. And you're next to someone at like the beverage cooler. And you're like, hey, what's going on? How's your day? And they're like, it's great. What's going on with you? And you're like, oh, not much. You know, how about you? And they're like, oh, actually, I am about to go meet up with some friends by the river to have like a raft floating party. And we're looking for some more people. And you seem really cool. Like, would you want to come? And you're like, yeah, wow, that's so crazy. How lucky am I that I didn't have anything to do today? And I just like ran into this person buy like the water bottle shelf who like invited me to this party like what are the odds but it's because you're not just like deciding to mope at home because you're unlucky and don't have any plans today you're deciding to just go out and kind of like create your own luck by just like being an awesome person yeah absolutely and you know like some practical ways to kind of 
I don't know, get yourself in that mood. Like, let's say like you're not feeling like you're in a happy go lucky mood and like, you know, you have to go out and you know, you have to go do certain things. Like think about the things that make you feel really good that you can take the time to do before you go out in the world. So you can be going from like a whole different state. Like sometimes when I'm like, feeling tired and not excited like I'll do breath work before I go out or I'll like listen to some really good music and dance or um there you know everybody has their own things that makes them feel really good and so a lot of it honestly is just like giving yourself the things that make you feel really good and then you're kind of in a state where you can more easily choose your feelings and thoughts And a couple other things like that we'll put in the show notes, at least that I think are really good for making your own luck are like some Kundalini practices. There is the addiction meditation, which actually can help you break addictions to negative thought patterns and basically subconscious blocks that we have to because a lot of times the thing we're most addicted to is the way that we think and the way that we feel. It becomes such a habit. Um, There's another one called Gyan Chakra, which is like. God, I swear it makes it you so lucky. Like it um, just like puts this frequency of luck in your aura and in your arc line, which is this magnetic structure that they say like holds uh, your destiny. And um, there are a couple, you know, good mantras that we can put in there as well. They're just like all these fun little tools and that can help you. And then on top of that, as Callista was saying, just really you know, going for it. And so there's like, there's so much to it. And when like, like you talking about like going out and just like being in the flow of life. Oh, this is my final point that it made me think a lot about the Abraham Hicks teachings, which if you're familiar with law of attraction, it's kind of all about manifesting, but from a, in a foundation, it's actually like so much deeper than that. It's kind of about like being in the flow of life. And when you are in a non-resistant frequency, you are in a state of allowing. And then all of the things that like you have desired and put into the field, like life can easily organize to bring them to you in like the most fun, miraculous way. But a lot of times we'll be in like such a deep state of resistance that like our frequency kind of won't allow it to happen. Or like Calista was saying, for us to notice the opportunities and take them when it is happening. And so the more that we can be in the mind state of everything's always working out for us, the more we can do the things that make us feel good and notice when we're not feeling good and like put in effort to actually try to shift that, the more that we can be in this frequency of allowing in this receptive mode where I mean, that really, I think, is the luck frequency where a lot of the things that we desire, are things that we don't even know we desire can like be arranged to come to us in a mysterious and surprising and fun way. So, yeah, here's to like making our own luck. It's definitely very empowering. Yes. Thanks for listening, you guys. Hopefully this was helpful to someone out there and inspired you to just kind of shift your mind state and see what happens. And I'm sure if that is the case, then I'm happy for you because you're about to get blessed. Um, so yeah. Yeah. 
if you did like this episode, share it with a friend, rate us, review us, reach out to us at brainwashyourselfpodcast at instagram.com. Check out some of our previous episodes. There was one that I thought was really relevant, but I forget what it's called, like feel good now to magnetize your, your blessings. blessings. Yeah, we talked about a lot of this yeah, stuff in a recent episode, feel good now to magnetize your blessings. Yeah, feel good now to magnetize yeah. your blessings. So yeah. if you want more of the same vibe, definitely check that one out or like another one of our episodes if you're yeah. interested in some more of these topics of brainwashing yourself. We cover a lot yeah. of related topics. And remember, you guys are so lucky. Everything is always working out for you. You're so lucky. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Stay sharp. Stay sharp. Stay lucky.